welcome to Leader Flow, hydration for thirsty leaders, a preeminent source of curated world-class leadership resources that will enable you to grow your influence and multiply your impact. Alex Sapala and Steve Kane are experienced leaders in both the profit and non-profit sectors, giving them a unique vantage point which enables them to deliver multi-dimensional leadership principles and practices to help maximize your leadership flow. Let's join the conversation. G'day, Steve. Hey, Alex. How you going, mate? I'm good, buddy. How are you? I'm fantastic. Hey, I've been thinking about how life is full of commitments. Hmm. And some of the commitments I've made are to God, my wife, my family, and to the roles I've worked in. They're probably some of the biggest commitments I've made in my life. Another commitment that I've intentionally grown in of recent times is the area of personal growth and development. I'm really big into that. Great. So what are some of the big commitments that are going on in your life or that have, have been massive in your life? Well, well, I guess um, God, my wife, my children, my family, my extended family, my businesses. I've made commitments to friends I have made commitments to the podcast that we do. I've made commitments to you to be here and be available. I've made commi- I make commitments to my clients that I coach. I've made commitments to the people that are of less fortunate circumstances than I to be able to help. I make commitments pretty much all the time. Mm. When you commit to something, you have to be able to commit to it in good conscience. Right. You know, it has to fall within the values that define who you are and your character. Then you do what is required within your values to meet those commitments. Making leadership commitments that are healthy and positive, that add value to the organisation, the people in your team and the people you serve or who are your customers is vitally important for significant success. What do you think about that? Mate, I found that to be so true. Because if you've got no commitments, then you have nothing to anchor you in the process of moving yourself and others in reaching what needs to be achieved. Leadership commitments also reveal your non-negotiables. And that gives you a solid platform to operate from. It really is a great foundation. So let's talk about some of the commitments that every leader must make. You know, I've both been leaders for some time, so let's think through some questions that might help someone who's wondering where to start in making leadership commitments. Right. Here's one for you. I like this question. Do you commit to keep your thoughts positive towards yourself and your team? Yeah, that's a big one, isn't it? Because how we think of ourselves plays out in how we act and how we are or interact with others. So how we, if we're thinking constantly positive about ourselves and our team, or are we thinking constantly negative? Mm. Or do we feel the negative creep in and then we, we stir it back to positive? And I mean, for me, from my experience, it's been you feel very positive towards your team and to all the people that, that we are working towards. And then every now and then a little something niggles and starts, you get a negative thought starting to creep in and you find yourself dwelling on this negative aspect and you go, okay, so what am I going to do with this? And we look at that and go, okay, is this taking me towards my goal or away from it? Is thinking negative about this person 
a good thing or a bad thing. And pretty soon I'm able to re-steer my thoughts back to finding the positives in that particular person, in that situation. Yeah, that's a great that's a great question to ask. Oh, how about this one? Do you commit to provide for your team their daily needs? Yeah, well. I mean, there's one thing thinking about your needs, but what about the needs of the team? Yep. And if you're a self-obsessed leader, you don't have the vision and foresight to see what's happening for your team and whether or not you're providing for some of their needs. And if their needs aren't being met in an emotional way, um, in terms of resources that they might need to do their task, or even authority to do what they need to do. Exactly. If you're not touching base and thinking about those things and making that commitment. So, yeah, I, I think that's a big question. Absolutely. And the, uh, you, you've got to really create the relationship as a leader. You need to create the relationship with your team to understand what their needs are and to make sure that they have those. Leaders often focus on growing themselves. But, but how about the team? You know, think about this one, Steve. Do you commit to growing your team more and more each day? You know, I've, it's a passion of mine personally to grow the team. If we can growing grow, leaders, yeah, to grow leaders, right? That's, That's what right. we're looking at doing. Yep. If you can grow the team that works with you, everybody wins. Right. It's like sharpening the axe. I love that little story about the guy who gets hired. He's a young guy, full of muscle and 18 years old, ready to go. And he, he comes out and they've got to chop down trees. And so they get to the morning uh, time and everyone's having smoke over. But this young gun's going to show all the old old axe cutters how this is, wood choppers how this is going to go down. And yep. he keeps working and working. Well, after about three days, mate, he's worked himself to half to death. Yeah. And then the boss comes up and hands him a little packet and says, uh, here's your paycheck. Um, it's the end of the road for you. The kid's like, what are you talking about? I, I worked harder than anybody else. He said, yeah, but your quota of trees was getting further and further behind. But how could I? Everyone else was having a relax. I was out there chopping trees when everyone else was having smoko. Yeah. So what's going on? And he looked at him and said, you might have noticed that the others were sharpening the axe when they were sitting down. Exactly. So get to a tree and sharp with a sharp axe rather than a blunt force. That's, that's it's such a good um, story. I mean, you think about, I'm just, I just had a heavy one come on me. Do you commit to be an example worthy of being followed? Because as a leader, as a leader, leadership is a doing word. It's a verb. Leadership is about creating an example. Are you worthy to be followed? Is your... Leadership model worthy of being followed. Huge one. Here's a commitment that I've been working over big time. Do you commit to your own personal growth to become the best you can be? Mm -hmm. Because if I don't do that, then what is it that I can give others? Right. If I'm not developing myself so that I can be the best, it means that I, that I can be. It means that I'm giving everyone else around me second best. And, you know, I, I, I use an analogy with that um, and this is this is how I've grown myself picture a bucket and that bucket is full of water and there's another bucket next to it that's empty and here you've got this big sponge that you use you know the big car wash sponges mm. grab one of those sponges and you throw it into that bucket full of water and that's me I'm going in, I'm, I'm, I'm getting immersed I'm learning new things I'm listening to different 
podcasts, I'm trying new things, I'm, I'm just immersed in this knowledge gathering. I then move that sponge and I'll move it into the other bucket and I start to squeeze the sponge. Mm. That squeezing of the sponge is sharing what I've received. It, pretty soon, if I don't put myself back into the bucket that was full of water, there's got no amount of squeezing. I've got nothing to squeeze, man. Yeah. Right? I can't give to anyone else because I've got nothing to give them. I've squeezed myself dry. You know the old saying, you can't give from an empty bucket. You can't pour from an empty bucket. You have to pour from a well of water to someone else. So it's, it's a huge thing. You know, I've worked in the situation where people are also not loyal to themselves. How about, how about this one for you for a commitment? Do you commit to keeping yourself loyal and committed to yourself and your team? Because people let themselves down all the time. They make commitments to others. They fulfill at times. But they make a lot of commitments to themselves. They actually don't fulfill. They don't place themselves in any level of importance. I think our friend Paul Martinelli and the John Maxwell team, he talks about holding your image. Right. Exactly. He does too. Indeed. Um, that's kind of being loyal to yourself mm. and what you stand for and also having loyalty to your team. Yep, absolutely. If you're loyal to your team and you give off loyalty, loyalty will come back to you. If you're disloyal to your team, then you can forget about anyone on your team thinking about wanting to be loyal to you. Gandhi said, be the change you want to see, didn't he? He, he, he said... Yes. You know, if, if you want your team to be trustworthy, then you need to give them trust. You need to give – if you want your team to be more loyal, then you need to be more loyal to them. So whatever you give as a leader into that situation is what they will then give to others. So you as the leader need to have that loyalty. You can't expect others to do what you don't want to do. You can't expect others to be loyal and you to be disloyal. Yeah. It needs to be it, it, these things that happen in your team are an outpouring of what you've poured in. That's it. So if your team is in disarray, next time you're having a shave or you're putting on your makeup, um, have a look to see where the disarray sits. Yeah. If your if your team is is functional and it's loyal and it's and it's respectful and it's loving and it's committed to growing, then, you know, look in the mirror you reap, again. You reap what you sow. There you go. You know, valuing loyalty is a fantastic thing for a leader to do. It shows that they don't take themselves or others for granted. Another great question that I think is crucially important is, do you commit to keeping your integrity in check at all times? Yeah, well, because integrity is such a huge thing. And, you know, we talk about integrity today, and, and, and I think I, I love this new generation that is expecting of its leaders openness, genuine and integrous actions. Not telling us how good they're doing things or going to do things, but actually reflecting and showing that they are, in fact, as genuine as what they say. You see, it's a huge thing when it comes to integrity to yourself because you think about the word integrity we need to be integrous to ourselves as well as before that we can be integrous to others. I remember doing a, a breakfast speech once I was invited to as a guest speaker. The subject was around 
business ethics. My opening statement was business ethics are a crock because a person who has no integrity in his home cannot be integrous at work. You either are a person of integrity or you're not. You can't fake it till you make it. Every decision that you need to make each day is taking you toward a more integrous outcome. In other words, your your words, your thoughts, and your actions align. Mm. Yeah, just another little simple example. Often you can be in a meeting where someone has actually come up with a way forward, an idea, and then someone else claims it as their own. Right and presents it and doesn't give any acknowledgement to who it was that actually came up with that. That's an integrity situation. Absolutely. And as a leader, if you're coming forward with things that you actually got from someone else and you don't acknowledge those people, they soon realize you don't have integrity. And it's little simple things like that that play uh, a big part. Such a, such a great example. I was in a uh, conference call uh, recently where I was putting together a process for a coaching program that we're developing. There are three of us that are involved in creating the document that was submitted to a board. And the board chair and also a couple of directors are saying, Alex, it's a fabulous job that you've done. This is great the way it's presented. It's fabulous. You looked at all the risks. It's, it's fantastic. And they didn't give me a chance to respond to anything in a sense of to say what the real works were. And eventually, after about 15 minutes... I'm able to say, now I've got to say something. I've got to give kudos to both Max and Nick because Max was involved in creating the document. Yes, we all met together, but Max is who really has put this document together. Right. And I was like, oh, but I felt better after having thrown Max into the ring as well because he, he was the one that penned it. Yeah, we, we massaged it, but he put the whole thing together. So you've got to give kudos where kudos is due. When mm. a team member... So, you know, when you're making commitments to your team, as a leader, you're setting the example. You're setting the benchmark. They're not, they're not going to go above what you've set. The reality is the people that will come around you are the people that like what you're doing and want to do that too. You become their role model. As a leader, you become their role model for the rest of your team to follow. Some will follow some may not. They'll see what you did and they'll remember it long into their careers. And I remember something John said in the law of the big picture. He says that people do what people see. So leadership is not about what we say, although it's, in, it's integral that what we say and what we do are aligned, but it's a lot about what we do. So our actions speak louder than our words. Absolutely. Got one more question I want to share and I just want to wrap up a few thoughts here. There is also the matter of do you commit to protecting the reputation of your team and your business? Mm. Reputation is something that, as we all know, it takes a lifetime to build but only a moment to be destroyed. Absolutely. And so you've got to be clear about your reputation and the values that you hold because once it's damaged, it's a very, very hard road to come back. We talked about integrity a minute ago. That ties into that. It does. And integrity will actually give you a reputation. Loyalty will give you a reputation. Helping your teammates will give you a, a reputation. So all these things that we've been talking about, these commitments, 
help someone get a reputation that is positive, both for you as a leader and the organization and the people that you serve and the customers that you serve. Yep. Let me give you an example of that. Let's say, for instance, that your team is, is out there doing some work, they're doing some things, and one of them makes a mistake, okay? And they report that mistake to you. And your response as a leader is, oh, yeah, wow, he's such a klutz. You know, uh, you know I, I don't know how he's made that, blah, blah, blah. And you're talking down about that person, about the, one of your team members. That's ruining your reputation and your brand because you hired him or her. That's right. So it's really it's your decision. It's, it's your decision making that's really coming into the fore here because they, they may be looking at hang on a sec. You're you're pouring a bucket of brown smelly stuff all over one of your team members who you've positioned. Instead, why don't we focus on? Yeah, we we've spoken about that, and um, sure, those things do happen, and we honour the fact that mistakes do occur, and from those mistakes, we can take some great valuable lessons that we can create ourselves and continue to grow and become better each day. I think that's a great commitment that we right. could add. Because that's that growing them as well, isn't it? And making mistakes is okay as long as we're learning from them. Don't keep making the same one day after day after that's day. That's right. There's the problem. That's right. <laughs> great leaders get into their leader flow by making leadership commitments that give them a solid platform to work from. Leadership commitments are what define what your non-negotiables are. And they set a great example to those that you lead. Absolutely. And not negotiables. They're the things that you will not move beyond. They are the foundation of your organization and your leadership. They are who you are. And remember, from a leader's point of view, nothing will ever extend beyond beyond your capacity as a leader. So if you want your organization to grow, lift the lid and grow yourself. And they will grow with you. Another great day today. Thank you for inviting me along today, Steve. Hey, thanks, Alex. It's been great to be with you and uh, look forward to catching up again. Make leadership commitments. Stay in your flow. Thanks for listening to the Leader Flow podcast. If you found our content valuable, you can subscribe and give us a five-star review so others can benefit from the content too. All our episodes and other valuable Leader Flow information can be found on our website, leaderflow.com.au.